Oh, we got a Stella, Getty. You good with that? Yeah, I'm good, but is it rosé, though? No, it's, it's beer. Oh, that's cool, bro. I was just expecting the finer things. Welcome to Something Crunchy, the Valley's number one comedy entertainment podcast. Biscuit is homies with Blake. Blake is the older brother of Blair. And Blair is married to Biscuit. Here are your hosts, Colin Blake with Blair and Tyler Dressel. Welcome to Something Crunchy. I'm Cullen Blake. With me as always, Blair. And Tyler Jessel. Thank you for joining us by way of 97.3 The Rattler or wherever you get your podcast. We have such a crunchy guest joining us tonight. He's an actor, rapper, entrepreneur, creative director, and hype man. You've seen him in the new House Party remake. And of course, you know him from Dave on FX. Please welcome Gata. Woo! Let's go, man. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. What's new in your world, Gata? Man, that was a hell of an intro. <laughs> appreciate uh, well, that. I appreciate the love. Well, what's new is I just got back from Australia, you know, and I was out there working on a rom-com, a movie produced by Will Gluck, starring Sidney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. So that's new. I've been working on that. Of course, we got all new episodes of Dave dropping every week, man. Just killed the last episode. We're going to get into that. Yes. Dave is without question among the best shows on TV, and we are right in the middle of season three. New episodes every Wednesday on FXX at 10, available to stream the next day on Hulu. Gata, expectations are high after these first two seasons. Season three has held up so far. This last episode in Mississippi... I don't want to spoil it, but it was a good one. We get more background on Gata. See you smashing the tub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. That was crazy, right? Man. And that scene was crazy because I have a similar story about a girl getting my name tattooed on her. We were like dating for two months and I thought it was super casual. She thought it was permanent ink serious. I was pissed more than anything because she had it done in all lowercase. <laughs> I was like, if you knew me well enough at all, you'd know I'd never approve of all lowercase. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and this one before, man, you guys were with Rick Ross, Usher, Killer Mike. These cameos are crazy. What can you tell us about the remainder of season three? Man, it's going to be a wild ride as we continue to take you on our journey. And I can't wait for everybody to see the next episodes, man. We're still pulling out some heavy hitters. We got some secrets, some surprises and all that, but... Yeah, heavy gander. We're still wiggling. Can't wait for everybody to see the rest of the season, man. Still wiggling. It all comes down to those finales now. Those are two of the best season finales. I'd stack them up against any show. And that last one that centered around you, damn. Gator's moment. Tell us what that felt like and how symbolic it's been for where you are in your career. Oh, man, it felt like I was getting, you know, some weight off my shoulders. And I also was expressing something that a lot of men and a lot of people in life can go through, you know, just as far as, you know, your family situation, your past trauma, and the reason why you probably make decisions uh, that you do today. But so I to touch on the real subject, you know, and just connect with the people. Just like the bipolar episode, I want to give people something that would hit them right in the gut that they can connect with. So I just felt like uh, it was a great episode, and I want people to uh, see it. That was an epic episode. It and was. Total gut punch. episode. Well, there's a big difference between being a hype man and a yes man. Being a good hype man doesn't always mean you agree with everything. Do you find yourself to be that extra filter for the artists you hype up to make sure that they're on the level, putting their best foot forward and whatnot? 
Oh, yeah, definitely, man, because being a hype man, you, like you said, it's not even about just hyping somebody up and saying yes all the time. You got to be the voice of reason. Sometimes somebody could be feeling something and you're like, I don't know, man, that might not be a good move, but you hype them up to make the right decision that everybody going to relate to and everybody going to mess with. So, yeah, it's pretty dope, man, being a hype man for myself, for Dickie, and for the world, basically. You know, I'm always giving people gems and always giving people good advice and encouraging people to chase their dreams because – uh, you know my story, you know, it was a long time coming. It took me a while to get here, but I was just grinding every day, you know, hyping other people up in the process. Now I'm in a position to where I got people hyping me up. Even if you watch the episode, Tiki was hyping me up in the Rick Ross episode. Yeah, uh, man, you're right. This was a long time coming, and a lot of you new TV fans don't know that you came from the rap scene. You were Tiger's hype man long before LDs, and now a straight household name. Traveling to Australia, doing rom-coms, a creative director with credits. It's amazing. We Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's a blessing. It's like, you know, it's so cliche when they say you stay down until you come up. But if you really stay down and stay loyal and true to yourself, man, the world is yours. So I appreciate that every day, man. Just stay on your grind and your time coming. We respect the wiggle, Gata. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good message, though. Do you see yourself as an actor yet? Um... Yeah, I definitely do, man, because uh, now that I study, you know, the film and the acting world and the industry and stuff, like, I know what it takes to deliver these powerful scenes. I know about, you know, how body language is powerful, and even when you're not saying lines, it's important to make people feel like you're still talking, even if it's just with your eyes or your body. So, yeah, man, I've been picking up on a lot of gems, man. I work with a lot of great actors. Like, I just... Did that film in Australia with uh, Dermot Maroney, who was in my best friend's wedding with Julia Roberts. And I just always like speaking to experienced actors, you know, just to, you know, get some notes and stuff. But I'm going to just keep it raw, though, for sure, because I never had no classes. I'm glad to hear you say that. We've had on a few people from the show, like Gina Hecht, who plays Dave's mom. The most, oh, yeah, yeah Gina's great. And the most common topic of conversation with all these guys was you. You stand out. You're humble as hell, and your castmates adore you. Yes. They say you don't feel like an actor. You just feel like Gata. But, I mean, you've been in these films now, three seasons of Dave. I'm glad to hear you say, yeah, I feel like an actor, given who I've worked yeah, with and what I've done. Certainly should. Yeah, Jarvis George that. said the same thing. Yeah, because it's like, you know, once you start noticing and realizing that you're getting, like, a lot of respect from other actors and people that have been doing it for so long, and then, you know, just the feedback now is starting and just making you feel like actors. Like, you know, like it's a lot of people that don't even know that uh, I never went to acting class. They think that this is just a role and somebody's acting it all out. So that makes me even feel more like an actor when people don't even realize yeah. that I'm not an actor. <laughs> right. So do yeah, people so get surprised to find out that this is not necessarily a role that you're playing, but most all of this background and origin story is you and your real story? Yeah, it blows the, it blows people's minds, man. Because sometimes it's uh it's harder to be yourself in front of the camera because your real self, even though you're in front of the camera, you still got to draw back a little bit. You still got to you know filter out stuff, you know, because you're not always going to be yourself at all times. You know, you want to make sure you're saying the right thing. You don't want to offend nobody. So it's definitely harder to play yourself than you really think it is. Because I play a heightened version of myself, you know. So it's definitely different. It's definitely different. Man, you were in Not an Artist. This is a short film in post-production with RZA, Haley Joel Osment, and a great ensemble. What can you tell us about this? When is this being released? 
Man, see, I was just speaking to the director the other day, man. They said they're still in the works of uh, getting the movie sold and making sure that it's at the right place. But the, pr the production is being very uh, particular and hands-on where they want the movie to land. But that's a great movie. It's about artists staying at a rehabilitation center. And we got uh, Rizzo, who's like the mentor of the Mr. Miyagi at the, the camp. And we just stand there with him and we tell him our dreams. And it's dope, man. He's helping us, guide us uh, to, to be artists, so. I can't wait for people to see that when it comes out. You're making a couple of these movie references. I heard Mr. Miyagi. You brought up My Best Friend's Wedding. What are some of your favorite movies of all time? Uh, I like a lot of movies, man, to be honest. I like a lot of uh, mob flicks. I like drama. But uh, yeah. I like I like a lot of flicks, man. I like There Will Be Blood. Uh, I like American Psycho. Yeah. Nice. Uh, excellent choices, Gator. Yeah, man. I, I there like Will Be Blood. So good. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Uh, I like the Dogtown Reservoir, the skateboard movie. I like the Bohemian Rhapsody, like the Queen movie with Freddie Mercury. Oh, that was uh, so I, good. Man, not yeah. enough people bring up Lords of Dogtown. That was a yeah. good movie. Yeah, yeah, Lords of Dogtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a and I even like, uh, I just like so many movies, dude. Like, I, all I do is watch movies because it just makes you dream, too. It's like movies are everything. Yeah, man. I, like, I could tell you got some variety in there. So something I really yeah, found interesting to go back to the show, you know, your character says it's necessary to put on a front, display a little gander even before breaking because that's the game. Even this season, you have a dude put on a security shirt to follow you in the club. So not oh, only yeah, sure. yeah, so not only is this how it actually goes, you met Lil Dicky under similar circumstances, right? Yeah, when I met him, I had a fake personal assistant. I had a fake cameraman. <laughs> uh, basically, they basically was just childhood friends that I knew growing up and going to like middle school and high school with and then there was just my friends and I said hey yo listen yo shorty hold my phone for me and then my boy he was like kind of like dibbling, dibbling and dabbling with the photography but he really didn't even know how to focus the camera at the time and I'm like yo I'm like yo put this camera on bro you gotta make me look like a star bro just call me to this meeting and I'm like yo we're going over here to meet this rapper and then that's how I met him and you know Dickie, he really didn't even like me at first when he first met me he thought I was over the top like who the hell does he think he is like <laughs> he he's all of that but then he started realizing like yo this fool gator's entertaining he's he's put on the show because you gotta realize like i always groomed around superstars Pete wentz lil wayne travis mccoy like katie perry all i ever wanted to be was a star and like a lot of people in the rap game that i idolized move like superstars and they got the whole persona the entourage and the whole just operation of being a superstar so think he understand like man gated just he wants to shine he wants to everything has to be a thing like you know i got security in real life now like i used to have my homies put on shirts and stuff and be like acting like my security and i was doing that a long time ago just to feel <laughs> like somebody you know what i'm saying just to want to be somebody yeah man this, yeah, this, really? yeah it falls under like don't dress for the job you have dress for the job you want right exactly man for real you gotta claim it you know what i'm saying you gotta you gotta live it you gotta breathe it you gotta talk it motivational speaker perception is everything if you yeah. look like you have it together you got your crew and you have it like i mean sure okay. let's take it back even further you grew up in la crenshaw high school but you didn't really take to the streets or straight down the wrong path because you spent a lot of time inside geeking out over tech and building computers is that true that's very true man i even worked at a uh, best buy geek squad nice. I used to yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had um, used to install Wi-Fi. I used to ride in the truck, 
I used to be like an assistant with the Geek Squad. I used to go help them install Wi-Fi at people's houses. I worked at Sears. I just sold microwaves, mattresses. Like, man, I didn't have any type of odd job, but I'm definitely smart when it comes to computers and stuff like that. Like, when the iPhone first came out, I was always one chill breaking it or, you know, stuff like that. But, yeah, man, I know a lot about technology. When the crypto wave and the NFT wave first hit, yeah. when it first hit, bro, I was like, so into it, just milking the whole situation. You know, like it was cool. I was just about to ask you about that. If you're into any crypto, Web three NFTs. Um, I had a brand NFT brand called After Party. They mentioned me a couple of NFTs and gave me stock in the there company and stuff. But there you go. yeah, I was just basically uh, just wiggling, man, trying to see what's up in the metaverse. It comes in waves. And yeah, it's, and it's, it's died down, though, definitely, man. Like, more, I, that's what I like about, you know, just actual physical in your hand, like cash or gold or or coins or just, just product, you know, because digital product and currency is just like, it's always a mystery, you know. Is the person going to forget their password or is this website even going to be working tomorrow or it's just always a doubt. But when you got it in your hand, it's just a whole different ball game. So I'm really from that era, though, but I'm down to try all the new stuff. You know, See, that's you smart. Get... And you got to keep an open mind. And the key yeah. is a diverse portfolio. You don't need to be all the way in, but you got to have something. Spread it all. Yeah. Yep, sure. Well, you're a self-proclaimed hip-hop junkie. Who do you put on your Mount Rushmore of artists? Uh, I got Lil Wayne. I got Jay-Z. I got Nas. I got Biggie. I got Tupac. That's my top five right oh, there. Wow. You had that, that locked and loaded. Man. And I agree. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think I would change one of those. Yeah, was, good pick. Yeah, for real. I like Lil Wayne because I, I always liked his work ethic. And then I was able to work with him and do three songs with him. He's always been a top tier rapper. I like Jay-Z because he always motivated me to get up and hustle and make money and to put on for the people around me. I like Nas because he always was sharp with the pen. His penmanship was crazy. He always told a dope story, and he was very knowledgeable. I like Pac because he was ambitious. He was a writer. That's why I like that song, Ambitious as a Writer, because he was just, just so, like, he was just so eager to just let people know he got a message. And then I like Biggie because he was the fly, cool, fat guy. But then my favorite, my top five is my Mount Rushmore. Biggie had the best sound. Yeah, yeah he had yeah. a good sound. And I think Ice Cube doesn't get enough recognition because he just had that sound. I mean, he could put pen on paper too, but he had just had a hard sound, so recognizable. I feel like he hits hard. I might even have to swap him with Lil Wayne. I get why you put him in there with your... No. Yeah, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, one of my favorites though too because he's from my neighborhood too, man. Like his dad's still around the corner for me, man. Really? And I'm real... Yeah, I'm real cool with Ice Cube's son, too, O'Shea Jackson Jr., man. But man. Ice Cube, one of my favorites, because he act and he do the music like me. So he's very uh, inspirational to me, man, because it's dope to see him go from music to acting to back to music. So it's just dope, because that's what I do. You know, like, yeah. I do music and I act. Doing it all. That's the way to be. Got to be like an octopus out here. You got to have your hands <laughs> in everything. It's yeah. true, especially today. It's exactly how it is. So, man, that's yep. a solid Mount Rushmore. You had that locked and loaded. Lil Dicky, one of the greatest of all time? Oh, for sure, man. One of the greatest of all time, man. He a genius, dog. Like, that man is phenomenal when it comes to thinking of a master plan and executing it. I really respect his hustle, his vision. He's a great friend, too, man. Great friend. When did you become convinced in his ability as a rapper? Oh, when we first went on tour and even when I first met him. Like, when I heard Russell Westbrook on the farm. 
Like when I heard Russell Westbrook on the forum, I knew he was a beast. I knew he was a monster. Like that's the one. I was that and his uh, so hard mixtape with all K on there and everything like yeah. that. I was impressed with his ability. And then when I saw and realized that he was really just selling out shows and stuff like that, that's when I knew like, okay, he's a dope rapper. Cause you know a lot of people can spend their money on whatever they want to, but you gotta be good or somewhat dope for people to spend their money to come see you time after time, year after year. You know what I'm saying? They gotta be liking the content. So that's what I knew. You seem to be very much like your character on the show. Is that the same for Dicky? Is he very much like how he is on screen, just kind of a heightened version of himself? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. He's the same way, man. That's what's so pure about us, so genuine, so authentic. We just always try to remain the same, you know, no matter how high up in the game we get. Let's talk about weed for a minute. We're in a legal state. Tyler here's been in the industry a long time. One, what do you like to smoke? And two, is it time for the Gata lifestyle brand and cannabis strain? Oh, yeah, it's definitely time for that, man. I'm definitely GED. I'm getting elevated daily. I like indica. I like hybrids. I like cookies and cream. I like gelato 33. But, yeah, yeah I'll be, bla- be blazing, man. I just had some good tree out there in uh, Australia, too. I had some le- lemon cherry gelato out there. Yeah, is that what's on the vape right now? Yeah, that's what Tyler's Lemon holding his hand. Gelato, is he's, right it's here. funny. Yep. So yeah, was it different out there in Australia? Oh yeah, it was definitely different. You know, they got a lot of um, outdoor bud growing out there because you know it's so green out there. You know, but they also got indoor too, and uh, I like their strands. But it's definitely not like the states, but they doing their thing out there, man. I really respect it. So what do you smoke most? Do you in know, blunts, joints, concentrates at all? <laughs> well, uh. I occasionally smoke backwoods with my friends, but I've matured a lot, you know, and I'm not really a blunt guy no more. I really just do uh, papers. I love papers, raw papers, king size, preferably. And I like uh, bongs, too. Or I could hit out the volcano. I got a volcano that's real nice where I um, blow the bag up and do that type of stuff. But I really like smoking joints, man. I like smoking joints too. There's something timeless about it. Do you do any dabs or any with the rigs and all that? Uh, no, nah, not too much, man. But I dab a little bit though. I hit a little dab, daddy. But I'm, <laughs> it, 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 it'll send you out of there though, man. The dabs will take you to a whole nother place. Yes. Now you coughing right. for an hour. It's drowned outside on the, on the balcony for 20 minutes. Start sweating. Yep. And, yes. <laughs> yeah. Crying. Got to get a shower after. It's all part of the experience. Yeah. That's how you know you did yeah, it, right? You know what they say, man. Too much anything can kill you, so That's you got to take it easy Moderation. Yeah, Good advice. That's true. Gator, you've done mm-hmm. a lot of these interviews now. What's something that you just never get asked about or an interest that you have that you wish would get brought up more? Um, let me think, man. Out of all these interviews that I do and stuff, I think that I'm so open and I'm so vulnerable that I really don't miss out on anything, man. I just really people. I just wish people would uh, take away from my uh, interviews and stuff that if I can make it, anybody can make it. That's all I really want people to realize is that you don't always have to be doubtful. You can already just keep your head down and just stay working, and it's gonna happen for you. That's what I really want people to feel like. I just want people to feel like that they win too. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's hard out here, but you can really make it. It's a good look. We'll be right back with Gator. Let's take a break. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to Something Crunchy, and I hope you're enjoying the episode. It now pays to crunch down every week because we're hooking you up with big discounts from big brands. Up to 35% off Invicta watches using code CRUNCHY and apparel from 8080. Where in addition to 10% off using code CRUNCHY, every dollar you spend goes toward an entry into the Dream Car Giveaway. Don't forget to join the Something Crunchy Facebook group for updates, polls, and the web's crunchiest memes. You can find us on Twitter at crunch underscore cast. And feel free to send any questions in your track submissions to somethingcrunchy at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Yo, 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 what up? This your boy Gator from Dave on FX and Hulu. And right now you're listening to Something Crunchy. Down with Gata. All right, Mr. LA, we got the playoffs on right now. Are you a Laker guy or Clipper guy? Man, I'm an LA guy, so I like both teams, but okay. you know I gotta ride with the I gotta ride with the Lakers on that one for sure. <laughs> gotta ride with yeah. the Lakers. But, but I but, but I wouldn't be mad. But I wouldn't be mad though if the Clippers, you know, got a taste of that championship, you know. Well, our sons just ensured that that wasn't gonna happen this yeah, year. That's right. You th- but the Lakers now, what are they doing? They're gonna get past Memphis here. This is wild. I can't believe that the Bucks are out. The number one seed got beat by the Heat, and now the Lakers—they're gonna move on. Yeah, hopefully, if they get past, uh, it's a parade inside my city. <laughs> they got—they got to get past Ja. Yeah, they got to get past Ja. He's man. He needs to learn how to like shoot the ball and not just jump over people every single time maybe just like he's gonna turn into 20 percent of the time he's gonna get hurt he is gonna get hurt who he's do you trying like? to bring the house down man yeah. he is who do you like to take it all this year um this year i wouldn't be mad if the lakers took it all wouldn't be mad if the lakers because i want i want i want to see i want to see lebron go out on top you know yeah like, i want to see lebron go out on top I don't want to see him be the old guy that people just rank on and be like, oh, LeBron getting old. He ain't, he ain't got it no more. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> he's waiting it out to play with Bronny, right? Yeah, he's, he's got a couple more years left. Yeah, but it's like, okay, in these couple more years, bro, at least go out on top. Yeah. You better get your Brady. Get a couple. Better get yeah. your Tom Brady on. He He's still putting up numbers, though. He just did 20 and 20. That didn't happen since Shaq. Yeah, that's good. It's all about the numbers. True, he, numbers he, don't he lie. He's not but... impressed. <laughs> nah, it's it's not even that. It's just it's not even that. It's not even that. It's just in my mind, in my mind, every day is game seven. So you got to get that championship. I agree. You know, just like me, I, like I'm the actor. It's like every time I, I'm trying, I'm trying to win, man. Every take, I, I want to, I just want to win. You're an international guy now. Australia. We've seen those videos in Japan. What's your favorite place that you've been to? The G is for global, but my favorite uh, place that I've ever been to is uh, Israel, Tel Aviv, man, out there. East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem. It's one of my favorite places. I like Switzerland, Zurich. Uh, I like a lot of places. I love traveling, dude. I love traveling, man, to be honest with you. Tel Aviv looks really pretty. That's cool. I like Brussels too. Brussels, Belgium. I like I like that out there. I like. I just came from Paris too. I went to Paris recently. I was had a great time out there, man. But the world is the world is beautiful, man. Like you just get a chance to travel and go places. It's really a blessing. It's a very great teacher. Traveling is a great teacher. You know, I didn't finish college. I didn't go to college, so I be getting all my education on the road, just meeting people. 
are you a win in Rome kind of guy? Try all the food and all that of the culture? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I was eating hummus in Jerusalem, bro, with the whole egg yolk in it and all, man. Like, <laughs> I'm always tapping into different cultures, like, eating different foods. It's, it's crazy, man. When you really open your mind up, bro, you'll be eating octopus. You'll be eating fried squid, platanos and pupusas. Eating all type of stuff, man. So you just doing, gotta be open minded. I can't imagine all the octopus and sushi places that they had in South Central. Like this is this has got to be somewhat new. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> not in South Central. They ain't have no octopus. They don't have any places. octopus. No, no, no I can't imagine. Take advantage when you're. I've been there. I did not see any octopus. <laughs> nah, Tell me much better. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we like to play a game on every episode. Our Crunchtastic R&D department came up with a banger for you. Gata is a cool-ass name. Short for alligator, but also going against the average. It's thought out, meaningful, and then there's just these artists who don't quite hit the mark. Some of these names aren't exactly marketable, Gata, and I want to see if you could distinguish some of the real rapper names with ones that were completely made up. Thank you. All right. All right. With help from Complex. Yeah. Let's see if you can name the real artist. First one up. Which one is real? Lil Waterbed or Alaskan King? Oh, come on. Uh, Lil Waterbed. Lil Waterbed got is it. correct. He got it. Rapper out of Houston, one for one. Blair, were you going to say that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You were certain it was Alaskan King. That sounds like a rapper to me. Alaskan King, like coming out next. No. no? That sound like that sound like crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that, maybe I'm still on the seafood. That it's we also a really about. big bed. <laughs> All right, one for one. Yeah, All right. Follow these He's traps. Good. He's okay. Good. Second one here. Leave me alone or let's go eat. <laughs> um leave me alone. Leave Me Alone is correct. That's two for two. This was some hip-hop, super loud, overblown bass stuff. <laughs> Let's Go Eat was made up. He's, He's heating up. He's good at this. Wow. All right. All right. We got to make this harder. Lil Skidmark or Shorty Shitstain? <laughs> Shorty Shitstain. He's on it. He's yeah. on it. Do you know three all these games or are you just like feeling this out as you go? Yeah, I'm curious. Are, are you good at the guessing or did you know? Or is any he like, of these? No, I'm actually like a big fan of shit stain. <laughs> nah, I, I just feel like I'm an artist, you know. If See? I was in the, the process of developing a name, I'm just picking which name would be harder. That's right. So you just do, get it. Do you think any of these are really <laughs> brand worthy? You didn't want to choose these Damn. first. <laughs> Swollen members or drippy dick? Swollen members. Damn, four yeah. for four. That's such a good name. God, I was I couldn't spit even, on my drink everywhere. I couldn't even get you with the Canadian hip hop group from Vancouver. <laughs> Swollen members. <laughs> Man, all right, you can't get it. you can't come on here and get a perfect game. That's probably my favorite so far. All right, <laughs> Swollen members. Yeah, yeah the... that, that one got blurred. <laughs> I'll catch you the album tomorrow. More ridiculous. Let's see. Little toenail or hammer toe. Hammer toe. We got yeah! it. Right. Finally. Finally. Little toenail. Little, little toenail. West Palm Beach. Oh, wow. Little toenail. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's no good. All right. We'll end on one more. Pudgy the Fat Bastard or Oscar the Couch? 
Chubby the Fat Bastard. That's it, man. NYC Pudgy the Fat Bastard is correct. He's too good at those. Man, he only missed one. Oscar the Couch is good, though. <laughs> I good. know. Yeah, that one was made up. I used to buy some weed from a guy. Yeah, that was Oscar, the guy that we used to, guy the the we used to buy weed from Oscar. We, we named him Oscar the Couch because he he'd stay for couch. an hour after. <laughs> Appreciate you doing that. Well done, Gata. When are we going to see you guys on stage again? Any tours coming up? Oh, yeah. I got a show, bro, June 1st in L.A. at Venice West L.A., man, on Lincoln. But, yeah, I got a concert coming up on June 1st, man. But, yeah, we're going to be doing some more shows. Solo show? You and Dicky? Yeah, I got a solo show on June 1st, but I might bring Dicky out. He came out at the last one. That's awesome. And it was sold out. But yeah, man. Venice West LA, June 1st. I'm turning up, really having it, check up, all that. Too many women performing at vacation, big dog. People got to pop out. It's going to be tight. You've been doing a lot of film now. I know you're staying busy. Do you still prefer the stage? The world is my stage, so no matter what I'm doing, as long as I'm performing, whether it's doing music or acting, that's my stage, man. Stage. What a you great know, answer. Like, yeah. All stage, man. Well, on your stage, any other projects or new tracks in the pipe? Oh, yeah, I definitely got more new tracks coming. I got a new one out right now that I just released, uh, Season 3, Episode 1. It's called Too Many Women. It's everywhere. It's Spotify, Apple Music, uh, video coming soon. And I'm developing a cartoon over the summer with Onyx and uh, Fox 20th Century. And I'm working on a cartoon called Ghetto Brilliance. And I got a lot of other projects that I'm working on, too, man. Keeping it going, man. Got to keep the stakes sizzling. Got to pay these bills, you know. A cartoon in the... Tell us more about this. I got to know about the yeah, Gator animated series. This is great. I need great. to hear about the rom-com also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be dope, bro. I'm working on a cartoon. I really can't give too many details and all that because it's still under wraps. I got a lawyer, but I got a writer named Maxwell Vivian. And I got my man, Daniel Katz, who did the animation. But we we cooking it out right now. Shout out to my man, Ari LeBert, showrunner. Well, that's awesome, man. Definitely excited to learn more about that. You still got your Frenchie? Yeah, yeah. Young Morty the Great. He at home chilling right now. Enjoying his new backyard and shit. Chilling. <laughs> well, Gator, on the reel, when you let it all out and show your colors the way that you allowed the series to tell your story, showing what it's like with BP, it makes you an advocate for mental health awareness. That's using the platform for something greater than yourself, something important. It definitely should be recognized. You're a good human, Gator. Thank you so much for being generous with your time. I sincerely hope our paths cross again, my friend. Oh, yeah, they will, man. They definitely will. We're going to keep getting there. We're going to keep wiggling. And we're going to keep spreading positivity. And we're going to keep vibing and rocking out, man, showing mad love and putting on for us, bro. Let's do it. Hell yeah. That's right. Don't forget to follow Gata on IG at GED Gata and continue to watch Dave every Wednesday night at 10 on FXX. Episodes available to stream the following day on Hulu. Appreciate the love. You're the man. We seriously do appreciate you, Gata. Keep doing you. Hope to connect again soon. Thank you so much, Gata. Thanks, Gata. All right, y'all. Blessings. Thanks, Gata. Bye. Take care. That was so cool. It's impossible not to like Gata. No oh. kidding. Wow. Such a way of connecting with people and on like such a great level. I mean, how can you just not love him? That show is so great. There's so many good actors and artists that are involved. So many good cameos. But Gata just stands out. Yes. We've had on several cast members. They all want to talk about Gata. He's just the, he's on the up, man. And yeah. he just is such a hard worker. He's always going hard on something and has so many cool projects going on. I would see anything that you Gata's can tell got going on. His attitude is infectious. Yes.
You know, he makes everybody else around him better. Positivity. That is a veteran hype man. That's right. That's what a hype man does. He brings everyone up. Yes. Why can't I do that? I shit on you guys all day. I don't bring this (laughs) up. I'm like the opposite of a hype man. I'm like, shut up, Blair. (laughs) Speaking of shut up, Blair, we got some more of this game. I want to delve right back into it. We have a few more of these. He was so good at that. He was so good. And it wasn't because he knew about little shit stain, shorty shit stain. (laughs) He was just like, okay, I'm putting myself in their shoes, which is the more marketable name between these two horrible names. (laughs) These are both terrible. I was so worried for a minute he was going to get a perfect game. No, thing. What you know what's funny? The only person ever to do it, Gina Heck from Dave. Dave's mom. <laughs> wow, <laughs> only yeah. one to ever come she, on and get a perfect I score. I do remember how insanely good she was. I didn't sleep that night. <laughs> I went just mosh pit Ruined. in the Crunchtastic R&D department. <laughs> All right. See what you're made of. Filthy stains or dirt nasty? Dirt nasty dirt has got to be the name. It is dirt nasty. Dirt nasty. Damn. All right. I wanted well, to go filthy stains because, you know, anything filthy is nice. But... <laughs> Otter nuts or yak balls? Yak balls. Otter all nuts. Day. Blair gets it with yak balls. Yak balls. No way. Pew, 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 pew. I don't believe it. <laughs> Not for one second. Welcome to the stage. Yak balls. Remember when Dirt Nasty opened for yak balls? That show was hard. Sweatshop Union or Slop Bucket? Sweatshop Union. Going Slop Bucket. It's Sweatshop Union. Uh-huh. Wow. There's killing me. Feeling it. Blair. It's when you think I'm not going to do well. I like to surprise <laughs> you. Sugar Tongue Slim or Sweet Tooth? Sugar Tongue Slim. Sweet Tooth. Look at you, Blair. You're feeling Sugar it tongue tonight? Sugar Tongue Slim, that's such a good name. Like, I want to be Sugar Tongue Slim. Too bad we're not playing for anything, huh? Yeah, I was good. Yeah, to... well, let's try to keep the score now. Too late. <laughs> Too late. Pretty sure it's 3 0. No. no. All right, one more. 3 1. Four points here. Four points. Ugh. Little booty call or late night peen? Little booty call. Little booty call. All right, we can't do that because of the peen. I forgot. Uh, yeah, know the game. We've already you, called this. You out. made up the word peen. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> we fell into the peen trap. <laughs> all right, this one's for four. Prozac Turner or Kalana Kingpin? Kalana Kingpin. Prozac Turner. Winner, winner. Prozac dinner. He like just jumps in. That at least tied it, maybe even won it for him. We'll have to go back to Whatever. the Whatever, that's like the best trap I've ever fallen into. <laughs> you had I, I don't even hate myself for that one. <laughs> you shouldn't, because I wrote that question. Yeah, you have nothing to be embarrassed about. That was set up. <laughs> Come on, this is bullshit. Tyler snuck in to go help out the Crunch Test to like, department. This is coming up with something useful. Yeah. This game is oh, rigged. On. Can you read those names again? <laughs> Prozac Turner and Kalana Kingpin. It's too good. Did you make that up? He uh, came up with Kalana, Kalana Kingpin. Kingpin. Prozac Turner is real. Yeah. It's like Kalana Pin, but like Kalana, Kalana Kingpin. Kingpin. It's so good. See what he did there with the... That did. trap just opened up for me and yeah. I just dove right in it. It's a good one. Let's see if we call Gata back and see if he'd get <laughs> Kalana Kingpin. 
you know, I wanted to bring it up with him on. I didn't go there, but I'm going to have to bring up this weird text I got the other morning, just casually gauging my interest in a double three way. Need some input from you guys. On how what is that? Handled the situation. Player, double three way, two horns. Yeah. Two. <laughs> Wait. I mean, as you know, I've been hanging out with this girl every once in a while. She knows I'm straight, but fun. We haven't seen each other in like weeks. Let me read you what she sends. Oh, I need to hear everything. Hey, I was going to ask you if you would ever have a MMF threesome, but I feel like even with no MM contact, you still wouldn't be interested. <laughs> I could be totally wrong. <laughs> so just like putting the feelers out there. Now I'm I'm stuck in my head a minute because I Did haven't you seen you give her any inclination that you would be into such a I thing? haven't, which is bothering me. But even worse, it's like, okay, we haven't seen each other in weeks. So there's only a couple of ways that's happened. Either she is just sitting there thinking, like, all right, well, Blake needs to come over again soon. And I'm wondering if maybe he just wants to get like another guy in the equation because that's something I'm into and I've been thinking about it. She could have just watched like a porn. That was like a girl getting tag teamed and was like, you know Eiffel what? Towered. Yeah. I want to see if Blake and maybe someone that he's comfortable with could come no, over. She had the guy lined up and was like, who's the other see, person? And that's guy? what I think. And it's like, aha. Uh-huh, I think Blake. she's getting poked <laughs> by a new dude. And this guy is she like, I'm it. for whatever. No, bro. She's like, I have a. I am big, for. No. I, I could totally get another him. guy invited. And she's like, I know just the guy. Yes. No, no, no. Let me. Side get, of beef here. Side of beef. Side of beef. She's married. And she's not married. Well, she's with somebody full time, and then you were the new guy. And you think then, I'm the new guy? I yeah. think there's a new new guy. No, I no. think there was somebody else that's supposed to be laying it down that wasn't. And then she went out and got a little strange from you and then like went back to homeboy who isn't laying it down anymore. And then she was like, We need to bring in the ringer. You need to <laughs> the closer. <laughs> Uh, big O over here. <laughs> Oliver Miller. Right. So I got a guy. He's going to fix this whole situation right up. Yeah. Good for me. Likely even good for you. <laughs> He's very generous. I bet I'm just it. wondering what vibes I put out there where that yeah. was like totally, you know what? I could be wrong, but I am feeling an MMW. You don't just send that text without like, oh my God, this is going to get so <laughs> shut down. What's MMW? Two males and a female. Oh. MMW. I was thinking. No, MMF. Yeah. What'd I say? MMW? BBW? BBW. I'm getting my sexual abbreviations <laughs> confused. Yeah. Man, man, woman. As much as the situation man, man, has man, brought up a lot of feelings, I got to say, being almost 40, still getting the occasional text with an invitation to a three-way, I don't care about the... Uh, the initials in there. It's just nice to be invited. I'm just saying, you know, just I'm just saying, I'm here for the gangbang. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the gangbang. It's just nice to be included. Is like what comes I'm with like snacks and like <laughs> drinks for everyone. Just party, the right party favors. Party I brought to go dildo straws for everyone. Oh, like, good. He brought his giant bottle of lube. <laughs> <laughs> no, Evan. It's all natural. <laughs> they're not dried up old hags. They're good to go. <laughs> they're not going to be impressed by your lube. <laughs> I'm like so happy for you that that text even happened because at least it like shook up your day. Like yeah, I feel it, better because of it. Yeah. So anyway, it was a great time. I'm sore as hell and meeting him again for drinks on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Best night of my life. And, uh, can't wait for our next experience. They're a lovely couple, and I'm looking forward to next week. 
We got a Dave screening party on Wednesday. <laughs> Pants optional. <laughs> Double Dave. <laughs> Fun fact, it is like about Double Dave because Gata's real name is Devante and he would always go by Dave for short. Huh. And they even addressed that in the show. Man, it's so funny. They even mentioned at some point, I don't know if it was season one, season two, he mentions he worked at Geek Squad. He was setting up something for Santino and mentioned Geek Squad. That's funny. I remember that. I worked at Radio Shack for like two years. Whoa. Could you work your way up to Geek Squad? The Optimist Shack? No, because the only thing that you could sell to make money at Radio Shack was the phones. So I was like a horrible employee. All I did was stand there by the phones. And like I wouldn't help anybody with anything. Oh, show shut up, anything. your I'm robots like, over there. Phones. Yeah, I, yeah I'd be like, <laughs> where's the burn CDs? I'm like, that's great. Was that singular wireless? CD player. <laughs> Let me show you something. Please, CDs. CD player. Real fast. Hmm? Sorry, this reminds me of Biodome. You realize it's coming back, that they're like doing an actual Biodome, like legitimate study again. Like the real Biodome? Real Biodome. Well, it's here in Arizona. They, they right. shut it down. They're going to open it up. Yeah, it's like coming back. I didn't know that it went away. It's Biodome Day. No, no they're trying to uh, like simulate life on Mars in the new Biodome. Oh, so it could be partial, like, sequel dumb. idea. It reeks of sequel in here. I'm just saying. Polly on sequel, Mars? like, written all over it. Yeah, Polly on Mars. They're preparing. Because they did so well with the initial Biodome experiment, they got invited to partake in part two. Ooh. Next week, we are dedicating an entire episode to the synthetic sequels. Yes. So we found our platform. You know, we've tried all the it's socials, right mm-hmm. been around for a few years now. We've tried a few platforms. We're big in Facebook. We have a Facebook group, but they're only there for the memes, not there for the content. They're just there for feet and memes. That's it. That's all, yeah. they, that's the, that's all, <laughs> that's all they care for. about. Uh-huh. And we're not tweeting. It's not the best, you know, thing for our content. But TikTok. The talk. The t- making the video and using our little high caloric pieces of content and interview that's doing well and the synthetic sequels man y'all are eating that up the engagement blair what was it father-in-law or sequel to son-in-law mm-hmm. killing it happy gilmore 2 the long drive the people have spoken the people have spoken they we, want it how many times have we seen like sandler and netflix tagged on that it is just it's outrageous so anyway we kind of found our home and social media we're getting the engagement that we need this dotty debate Oh. I thought this was settled. I thought we had no. our we had our peach. Megan Cavanaugh came on. Marla Hooch set the record straight. She put you in your place and told you you're being disrespectful. No, people are passionate. You're about being disrespectful. When we put the poll on the line with that clip of her saying, "No, you're ridiculous." Of course, she didn't drop it on Everyone purpose. Everyone agree with Tyler and I. We're almost at three thousand votes in there, and like eighty percent of the votes support your side. So I'm half just like, what the hell? You do have a peach vote, and like that weighs really heavily. So I'm like, you don't think that peach vote weighs so heavily? I will take that peach over <laughs> we need ten thousand. You're gonna need a peach We're to back your get side it from up. Lori for Petty. Sure. Well, the point is, if they had supported me and the peaches and the rest of us who were right about this debate, it would have been over. You wouldn't have a leg to stand on. You'd have to concede white flag. True. But now. It's a real conversation. The debate, she continues. <laughs> no, we'll have more polls coming because we have more 
debates to delve into some hot topics. We'll come back next week when we dive into a full sode of synthetic sequels. Need it. And we are going to have a little extra factor to mix in, spice it up. It's going to be fun. In the meantime, new Dream Card giveaway over at 8080. In addition to the 15% off you get for using code Crunchy, every dollar you spend gets you entered in for a chance to win a brand new Lamborghini plus $60,000 in cash. You do not want to miss out. Nor do you want to forget to check out SumterCrunchy.com where you'll find every episode or links for social media and the Almighty Crunch Store where you'll find all kinds of crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation. Join us every Friday night at 10 o'clock on 97.3 The Rattler or find us wherever you get your podcast. This has been another episode of Something Crunchy. And as always, don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life and be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. All episodes can be found at somethingcrunchy.com and on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Blair, Devil's Three-Way, Two Horns. Yeah. Two.